Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Good morning, Tallahassee. It's Patty and Scott in Patty's Playhouse. Yay! We're back. We're back. Another week. Another week. In the can. As they say. Season six. Yay! It's the beginning of the can. Yeah, it's the very beginning of the can. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fair. Fair. <laughs> that's, well, final that's sounds rude. Exuberating uh, it's, it on sounds Saturday rude. morning. And great is this stretch. So Sure. So, so you'll settle with fair. Yeah, I don't want to be like SBF in it on the on the fly. So, well, you should. Be, I'm not. Fine. You should be great. And I think the way I say fine, it really comes off rude. So I'm fair. Okay. Makes me raise my eyebrows. I think fine is where you say something that's kind of dramatic, where you want to end fine, something. fine, sarcastic, fine, fine. So what have you been up to this week, Mr. Coward? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. A lot of staging, a lot of sales. You know, the drill. What goes up must go down, as they say. Right. And, uh, that's what happens to our listings. <laughs> off to the next one. He's talking about a house at 7733 Holsteiner Lane off of Proctor Isn't everyone Road talking about this house? In the north part of the county. Yes. I call it the upper county. I don't know what everyone else calls it, but it's like you're in the upper part of the county. So, yeah, when uh, under 24 hours, done. Yes, done and dusted, as I say. Yeah, not surprising. It was really beautiful. No, it turned out fantastic. It and really uh, our, our sellers are very 
happy and helpful. So that makes the uh, process so much easier. Yeah, it, it was beautiful. I thank them for trusting us last night because, you know, when we come in, even though everybody has signed off saying this is what we're going to do, what I, the vision I have is often missed until the end. So I could it's see 100% it. It's 100% missed until it. the end. I, right, I could see it it's in 100%. their eyes along the way, although they trusted me, and so they did what needed to they, be done. When I would go in, <laughs> in stages, I would go in and see the house, and they'd be like, they'd look at me like we're scared you know this isn't the way it's supposed to look right because it doesn't look like their house no it looks like the house that they're selling yeah which is really what we do it's really it's about the market not about so we're putting kim and i are putting kim our assistants putting this uh virtual tour together and i added the music and did some other things and then i started to cry (laughs) because it was just so beautiful and I, i told scott i don't cry at kids i don't cry at other people's dogs like i don't cry at anything houses you cry about houses make me cry and i was like my eyes are wet but it just looks so beautiful there's not it really did and i know how much time that you put into every home to make sure it looks impeccable when other people walk in and and that's part of it yeah it's it's not only the staging aspect but it's also a tutorial for those that are living in it because we don't we don't don't always just do empty houses we do homes well, where people live occupied in occupied homes are rare and they and it's it's hard but i really have to fill out the sellers in order to make that a reality and so for them certainly it was a reality because they're very impeccable people and they wanted to do it the way it needed to be done because at the end they saw the end result and and felt good about the process so it's often missed along the way for sellers to actually have it the way that the pictures represent because i don't want people to feel as if they've been catfished but more importantly it is what translates to buyers when i decorate a house and create the flow of the house and likely 95 percent of the staging companies not just here but anywhere in the country do not do owner occupied staging correct it's very difficult it really is i mean i have to teach them how to make a bed i mean they're out of their element and out of their zone by nature of the way that the house looks and then they have to you know sleep in this bed to which has my bedding on it and so underneath that bedding they have their bedding so they have to know how to put it back together and if you don't do what I do on the on the regular, it's it, it takes some time. Yeah, they went in and and the, the sellers and Scott went in and practiced. Yes, how to make the bed. Yes, so it was interesting. I mean, obviously, it's always interesting for me to observe, but I, to, so people do know. Really, most staging companies will not permit owner occupied because stains, people spill. It's other people's stuff. Like Scott was saying, so it does change. So we do sell homes. Our company is called The Brokerage. Scott stages. I am moral support <laughs> during the staging. You're, you're the woman behind the um, man. I try to get make sure everything else is done so we can go do it. That Our is number correct. is 850-656-0009 if you want to do it. But if you want to list with us, it, it and it was a show listener who called. I know. It was... It's about 32, I think it's 3255 square feet. A four bedroom, three bath, but it's really beautiful. Really, is. it was beautiful before. Yeah, it but was. he just took it into it just, making it a personalized seller home to make it market ready. Right. It often it's more difficult when it's occupied because I have to use some of their goods and I have to use some mm-hmm. of my goods. So 
mixing that is not always an easy thing to do. No. But in many of the rooms, as I go back and look at the pictures for where we started to where it ended up, some of the rooms that I really struggled with initially are the rooms that turned out the best, and that's not abnormal. It's just one of those things that's always kind of surprising mm. to me where they look dark and gloomy and now they look, you know, so bright and vibrant. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing what good bedding will do, number one, but moreover, just re editing and removing some things. Paint color. Rooms and paint it color really changes the home. Like, it just... It really does. Even though you may like your paint color, it doesn't translate well in pictures sometimes. And so... Yellow. When, right. Yellow, yellow gold, yellow, yellow, the yellow browns of the 90s correct. and the early 2000s. They just don't translate well. They're great for pops of color in terms of uh, finishes, meaning bedding, pillows, etc. But they're horrible in terms of paint color for rooms. They just don't translate. Mm -hmm. I haven't met one yet that looks like, oh my gosh. I would that really love great. that. Right. No. So they did what needed to be done. So kudos to them and off to the next one. So that was, yeah, that was Scott's week. Yeah, pretty much. So today's show, I thought we'd talk about the new Amazon building. My son went to work for Amazon. Really? So I, I wanted to talk about that and how it, it's going to change Tallahassee. Can't wait. I hope it's for the better. I wanted to talk about building code and specifically a homeless shelter. Mm. And I got into it with the owner of that homeless shelter. Not surprised. She blocked me. I'm, oh, I'm well. good with that. Oh, well. And so if we have time, then we'll talk about how useless open houses are. Oh, well, especially right now. <laughs> not not always, but in this market. Yeah, well, sure. and why? Right. It's not just, I no. think they're useless, period. It's, no, there's it's what's useless it. about them. Yeah, so that's what I thought we'd talk about today. Yeah. All of good All good, good things. So let's go into Amazon. Yeah. So Amazon, there's a lot of noise along I-10 and Mayhem. If you're living right around Certainly. that big monstrosity of an Amazon distribution or regional building Which or whatever it's going to be. behind that car museum. Right, right. DeVoe Moore owned the property. Right. He sold it to Amazon. They're putting it up like an erector set. Also, like it's Like fast. a Chick-fil-A. Like fast. Like pop it up. Big. Big and fast. Right. I mean, <laughs> people are working for sure. They are. Those cranes are out there and it's very noisy. So how is it going to change the employment? That's what I was. So I put it out on our Facebook Facebook group called Living Tallahassee and I wanted to know what people thought and they thought well it's great for growth it's it's in the proper it's going to be great to get your what they believe was your packages faster so a lot of people believe it'll go back to two day I don't know and I but that was the majority of the commentary was they will get their stuff faster mm. one person who's a friend of ours Mitch okay. German said what about the salaries, the pay? Mm -hmm. So they automatically, depending on where they go, Amazon starts. You could see the commercials everywhere, $15 an hour. Jacksonville is sixteen fifty, And from what I'm told by my son, Tallahassee will be the same. So it's sixteen fifty plus differential. They do four 10-hour shifts. Okay. They, they hire 100 is at a time. Is 24-7? Yes. Okay. They hire 100 at a time, knowing that they're going to lose people right. intentionally. Mm -hmm. You get a $500 bonus after the first week. So they know that they're just weeding people out. Mm -hmm. Who can do it? Everything's done on a point system. Mm -hmm. So I compared it to you automatically walk in with an A. Mm -hmm. Then you have to screw yourself up. Mm -hmm. James says that his boss is a computer. Mm. He doesn't have to talk to anybody. He doesn't have to be with anyone. 
everything is measured, the tape it's, is measured, the box is measured, the everything is measured off of it. It's going to be very interesting. However, so you got sixteen fifty an hour, seventeen fifty with the uh, differential. You get immediate medical and life insurance. After ninety days, college is paid for upfront, not reimbursed college, but upfront college. Who in this town could compete with that? No one. I so, mean, from a from a salary perspective, there are those, but it's a different it's a different job. So stick with us. We're going to talk about more about Amazon. Code, I want to talk about that computer and working on a computer. Yeah, yeah that's your boss, Patty Wilson, Scott Coward, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Welcome back. Patty and Scott, Patty's Playhouse. Our number is 850-656-0009. If you want to give us a call and have any questions about real estate, we do buy, sell, investing. I'm an appraiser. Scott Stages. Our website's called Patty and Scott. Super simple. If you're looking for a brokerage to join, we are hiring. You can go to our website called Join the Brokerage. Duh, hmm. duh, duh, duh. It's or a great the bro- name. Or is it the Brokerage FL or Brokerage FL? Our regular website that's not forwarded is Brokerage FL. Yeah, not but, the. Right, because I couldn't get that. Gotcha. Some insurance company has it. Mm, but our yeah. website for joining our team is Join the Brokerage. Mm. Clever. we are the brokerage. Clever. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Amazon and how, how that's going to change our area. And my biggest concern is employment. Well, it's a concern without Amazon, but with Amazon, much more so. So back to that computer. So yeah, prior to doing what I do today, I think everybody probably knows I was an accountant. And most things were, I worked Fortune 500 companies and had many, many, many employees. And so everything was measured on key performance indicators. So KPIs is what they call them. That's what those computers are doing. Yeah. They're measuring performance output based on what people are doing. So Obviously, the computer is not going to hire you or fire you. So there's somebody that's regulating and managing that data and then making sure that everybody's doing what they need to do. But you can manage so many more people based on that, which is really what people are doing these days when you have remote people and you're not in the office and you can't manage them accordingly. You have to manage them based on productivity. So it's interesting that that's the way it is. It's not surprising because they're all about efficiency. Everything. They, they start off with you you get six points, so you're late six times, you're out. You don't make your quota. And of course in the beginning, the first two weeks, quota is very simple and packing. It, it for him it was forty forty, forty dollars. Forty packages it the three hours after training. Mm-hmm. So it's forty packages in three hours he did hundred and ten. Cause and you can't listen to music. So you got he's like me, you gotta gamify everything. Mm-hmm. So that's how he handled it. Everything's color coded. You get something comes up on your screen. It says you're supposed to go to bin yellow, and then you pick your stuff. The box opens up. It's all robotics, and then it measures the tape. You tape it, and it goes. That's it. I mean, it's got to be that way for the amount of productivity. There's no – there. 
they're big on social distancing, which he loves. He's like me. They are big on uh, you could not having your phone, not having music in your head. You're working. I'm, I'm surprised that people have not done that in other places. Quite frankly, I was I was at Home Goods the other day. Mm -hmm. The girl's folding the um, rugs on the floor while she's got her earpiece in she's having a conversation and watching a youtube video so <laughs> imagine how many rugs she's folding now i walked by at least five times not many rugs she was on the same rug and it See, was probably two minutes. It. I would I just not tolerate it. Why do they it. allow it? Why does everybody? So why does everybody sued. need to be that connected? They're afraid of being sued, so they won't tell them. Shizzle. And people were like, they won't tell them anything. They're like, well, what would happen if you know something happened to my child? Well, then they're going to call the landline that, that they would just call like they any did other, in 1975. Just, correct, correct. I don't understand it. I would have them out of your pocket. In your stuff, in your locker. Yeah, they're not. How they'll be do you fired. I mean, and and they're paying so much, they can fire Cor them. Well, that's that's the idea. That that's what they're doing. We give you all of this, so if you're not going to do what needs to be done, then we take it away. And you they know it. they're going to have it cycled. Correct. They know it's like Correct. when I was hiring uh, on our last team, I would hire two agents, knowing I'm keeping one. Mm. If you could hire three knowing you keep one, that's what you do because you're saying the same thing to everybody. It's just more efficient. Right. But he said everything is on an app. You're uh, picking your insurance is on an app. Picking overtime, you're allowed 20 hours of overtime a week. It's on an app. Everything is on an app. And for us, for people like me, it's amazing. Well, it makes it very data-centric, and it's so much easier to manage people based on those criteria versus all the subjective stuff. It makes it very easy to hire and fire because mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is it's all about productivity. And they are all about fire quickly. Well, I mean... And the security going through because of all that stuff is immense. Hmm. Everything is about your badge. It has to be exposed all the time. Now, he said when he was hired with this group of, of 99 other people, he knows who's out. I mean, there's people who are just not following any rules. And then the next chef, they're not there. I mean pretty cool yeah i mean that's and that's something i would it's all about i'm a efficiency. big fan of it's all about efficiency you're there it's a contract you're being paid for work correct but i think here in this town everyone's afraid to fire anyone they'd rather have a person doing nothing i just i don't understand that yeah i don't either but it's and home goods is not that big of a store no it's not and the manager is walking around so i don't i just don't get it i don't understand the lax yes i mean She's laughing and clearly having a conversation. She's not talking to the rug. So, and she's not talking about her child in an emergency. Right. So I don't understand why it's allowed. I just don't. It's I not, don't either. It's not something that I can comprehend. But, but he, I, I would handle it differently. The, the other thing was he wanted to work uh, Walmart to drive a truck. Mm -hmm. And he applied. It took three weeks to get a background check and his drug test back. Amazon, it took 48 hours. Efficiency. They have everything on site. Efficiency. They have the drug tester on site, and that is that's a huge change. Right. It's all, it's all about efficiency. Speed of the leader, right. speed of the pack. Right. I mean, yes, they're putting gazillion dollars out in this infrastructure. Amazon is, but look at what it's done. It's it's changed our lives in ten years. Which is their. It's interesting because they're employing the same thing in their business, and that's the way you have to do it in order to be productive the way they are so you go out instead of sending them to a unit 
you buy the unit, have them there. You pay, you say. I mean, that's just the way it is. You pay, you say. I mean, so and you pay enough, you right. can say. You can do what you need to do. And it's interesting that, you know, like a, a Walmart is allowing something like this to just supersede it. Mow them over. Right. And they're wondering why people are not using them and using Yeah, because James has a CDL. So locally, I was looking on Indeed before this show yesterday, doing a little bit of research so it doesn't sound like I'm just off the cuff. The show is unscripted, though. Regional truck drivers here. People think, oh, truck drivers make so much. $13 an hour. Are you kidding? No, I am not kidding. $13 an hour for a regional. Movers are making more than that. Yep. That's insane. Yep. $13 an hour. And I could call out the the truck. I mean, I went on Indeed. It's all over there. Why? We're hiring CDLs. Are these people? What? Not at $13 an hour. Not at $13 an hour. That's insane. So you can go to McDonald's and flip a bad burger for 15 Correct. But you're driving a truck. I mean, it just makes no sense. No. I think employers, when this comes in, should be shaking. Well, they're going to they're gonna lose a lot, and then they're going to gain back those that aren't productive. The chaff. Which is, which is awful. And the chaff, I mean, the leftovers. Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, they're going to get they're going to get the worst of the bunch, if you will, from a productivity perspective. Mm-hmm. They may be the nicest person in the world. Great if you're, but hired, they're the one bending over, nice. talking to their <laughs> right. bay. Correct. It just uh, wow. So it's just a call out to employers, like, Get it a together. tighten up your employment Get it regulations, and b you got you're gonna have to pay. You got to be competitive. Well, That's even when we keep. were hiring Kim, I was like, how much you make? Yeah, and I, mean, I added like five dollars an hour on you it. Got to be competitive. I mean, because you want somebody to want to be there. Correct. That's, and what makes somebody want to come in? Yes, we have great personalities and we're super fun to work with, yeah, but, but money. People are there to, for a life. They're for there, money beyond they're there me. to support their life. Yeah. I mean, I'm only is. so much fun. I mean, I'm fun, but. Yeah, but. The, I, but if you're not making money. You're moving on. That's right. And it's the same with hiring realtors. If I can't produce uh, leads, like that's what I do. Well, Scott's staging when I say I, I'm producing leads. I'm producing opportunities for sellers and buyers. That's what I do. So he's like, if, if if a guy comes in and he wants it, I, I have to ha- I have to be able to support the other agent well, with the leads. Right. Scott has but to be able have, to support them you with have the stage. But you have to be able to pass the baton to me and know at that moment that really you're off. Like you're you're done off to the next lead where I take the baton. Correct. And I can handle it without any questions, without you worrying. Well, with, the new agents coming right, in. But if, if we're not can't pro- do right, that, if we can't do that, you then, have nothing. Then it, it it doesn't serve us in the long road very well Mm-mm. because eventually those people will move on because what they're looking for is the transition. newer opportunity, right? And they're looking for that smooth transition and well and consistency. Correct. Correct. So I think that's what Amazon's going to bring to the table and will hundred percent change. Change. It's changing the look of Mayhem Drive, along with the homeless people. Right. It's changing the look of it, but it's also going to change how businesses run and look at things, and they're behind. Mm. So okay. stick with us. We're going to talk about building code. Patty Wilson, Scott and Coward, the and the homeless. 850-656-0009. Yep.
Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott and Patty's Playhouse. That's also my song. 850-656-0009. It's very techno, which would seemingly be my song. It's a great song. The first song was very techno, too. And when you watch the video, it's called, what is it called? Silent. This one is called Touch in the Night. Touch in the Night by Silent That's right. Circle. Silent Circle. When you watch it, they look like flock of seagulls. Hmm. Their hair is all like molded, like flock of seagulls would come down into a point above your forehead. Very late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. It's a great song, though. So we were talking about Amazon last segment and then the previous segment. I wanted to talk about code enforcement. Mm. So code enforcement. We said that code enforcement We've come code talk. Enfor- yeah. uh, I think a lot of people that work on houses or sell houses For have sure. had to deal with code enforcement. So uh, CityWalk has a uh, illegal homeless shelter on Mayhan that they started. Mayhan and what? Mayhan and Mayhan. It's on Mayhan. It's it's. I I don't know road directions between I'm a girl. what and what. Um, Magnolia and. Uh, before Blairstone, yeah, okay. it's kind of by um, G's, the uh, uniform store. Ah, okay. It's, it's kind of down from that. Across, there's nothing really big. There's there. a gas it, station. It, there's a marathon gas station yeah. right there. Well, there's homes behind it. I know some nice ones too. Yeah, yeah. It's a cute. Look and now like. they have homeless people doing their thing in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be a problem. So anyway, it wasn't permitted. Uh, I don't know how the paperwork got approved to have it started and then didn't without the permits. But anyway, she's running an illegal homeless shelter. And a comment was made about the shootings in Tallahassee. She made a comment saying, well, if the police, if the city would worry about the shootings and not worry about her homeless shelter, and then I see it. Mm. And I said, well, you have to follow the rules. And it kind of went down from there. But you do have to follow the rules. You're inhabiting other people, humans, and I don't know what the code violations are. It doesn't matter. If you don't have a CO, which is a certificate of occupancy, you shouldn't be occupying. In that fashion. So there was a lawsuit. There was an administrative judge that came out that said the city should grant her the permit if they did A, B, C, and D. And it was like ordinances, which we don't have. Mm. We don't have ordinances for panhandling. We don't have ordinances for malingering on other people's sidewalks we don't have that which we need but we don't have it so because they couldn't do the a b c and d of the administrative judge this city commission said no we're not going to grant her a permit the code people were not going to grant a permit and so now they're going to go with enforcement but she was all defensive and you know it's her business and if anyone thinks it's anything else it is a business she's making money on it well and you know, I realize that there's homeless people. I know you do too. And it's nothing, not, everybody goes through things and no judgment on that. But the reality is that there still has to be some thought concern with regards to where you place uh, uh, or have a building that allows people to go in and stay, however that looks but you have to realize the type of individuals and the type of neighborhoods that you're in, and it's going to bring a lot of visibility. So even if nothing is happening, something happens, it's all going to come back to that. But when I look at just where that is, it makes no sense to me. 
they're coming off of the interstate as a general rule. Why They're being bused here. So why is it that we would have it so in the city? Not that there's not homeless people everywhere, but you see quite a bit on Monroe, <laughs> I-10. Um, Big so, Lots. I mean, Big Lots is I, a tent city now. So Big Lots on Mayhan. Again. There's tents in the how, parking how lot. How... Are they there? Are they all walking there? Are they being bused? Like what? What's going on? How on the world? Well, those people, I bet, are coming from City Walk because it's not far. Yeah, they're that, just that walking makes, up the that sidewalks. That makes sense. That makes sense. But I went to, I had to go to the Wells Fargo, and they're intense in the parking lot. Why is not the property manager stopping this? Yeah, I they're don't defecating in the parking lot. Well, they're taking baths outside of Circle K using a hose. I mean, and I'm talking about a Monroe. Like, I won't stop anywhere between, really, John Knox and I-10 to do anything because it's so overrun with panhandlers, if you will, and back and forth across Monroe, not waiting for lights. I've never seen anything like it. Like, it's... So, I appreciate that she's trying to do something, and I realize it is a business, but it doesn't make... It doesn't seem to be working, and it doesn't seem to be working because you're not following the rules. So find a place that is large enough to follow the rules and make the proximity good for everyone. I mean, that's really it's what's destroying required. destroying that neighborhood behind it, there. I, I would really be at wit's end. Well, they've been to the city commission, and they've spoke their piece, thank God, that they had and the should. nerve to do it. Because you're coming against the woke well, you're, you're coming against that, and it's really hard for people to because they don't want to be seen as being mean or not being empathetic. Because that's what she went at me for. You're not empathetic. It's you're not, not about and empathy. I'm like, I am empathetic. Hell? It's um, just it has you nothing still, to do with you it. You still have to follow you, the rules, you and you can't still, break the rules. And you still need to be cognizant of people's largest investment in their life, which is their home. And You're their affecting children. their value. She doesn't know how many sex offenders I mean, are in there or murderers. They're not keeping logs. No. She's like, she says to me, and this is through Facebook, and she blocked me, so I don't know if you could see the post anymore. But it was on a TPD or LC. It was the Leon County Sheriff's or the Tallahassee Police Department. She says, um, what about this woman who has ovarian cancer? Everyone has a story. Correct. Everybody has a story. Every homeless no person has a story. All the people who live in those neighborhoods on Mary's Drive have a story. They all have a story. That is nothing to do with this. That's a good They're point. obviously in a position to be homeless. And I'm not, but I'm not encouraging homelessness either. I'm not either. And there I've, are some and fine I'm not judging, young men and I'm not that could judging get a job. That, that some people are. I'm really looking at it strictly from the mm -hmm. perspective of how you're going about doing Correct. something that seems to be in valor like there she's trying to be this martyr but at the same time you have to follow the rules and you have to do it correctly that's what would work for them not not putting more visibility on something that quite frankly shouldn't be let's talk about the red cross or a hospital yeah they have massive number of rules and regulations of course who wears a shirt who wears a vest the background checks all of that is done or you can't be part of it you can't be part of it. You can't be in the homeless. At, at you the earn your right to do everything in life. That's the truth of the matter, mm -hmm. regardless of whether you have a home or not. You earn your right to be able to be part of and do society. That's just the way that society is. Why is this any different? It's not.
well, but that's the problem. But they need to shut it down. They I mean, need to shut it down. And well, she and she doesn't sound like she has any intention of fixing whatever. So and that and that was just in our conversation. She may want to fix it. Well, I have no it, idea. Then it requires code enforcement to do what they need to do. I mean, yep. they and do so it everywhere else. Start. They would do it to us, correct? And they have correct. They do it to you any have, landlord. You have to be responsive. Any landlord. It's just not. It's not the way things should be done if you're running a proper business and on top of it a not-for-profit so you have all the regulations which i don't even understand so i'm not going to judge that of the not-for-profit of what you're supposed to be doing well, not-for-profit means you're not making a profit that well, just means you're that just means you're dispersing right. somewhere along the way so let's just be oh, clear okay. that's <laughs> so a great I, comment right i mean so it you can look at it however you want to but it is a business there's no it doubt is about a business that. Because there's money coming in from a store that is supposedly there to support this area or building or whatever it is. And from what I have been told by my sources is that outer counties are busing these people into this county because we do have nicer shelters. Isn't that nice? Well, I mean... If you're going to, ha I mean, if you're going to run a shelter, just run it correctly. I mean, if they're going to bust them in, but we cannot. You still, you still have got to be in the area to which you should be in order to make sure that other people who are investing in our town are not struggling or hurt by it. That's what I have a problem mm -hmm. with. Yeah. So why does the homeless person would what I think you're saying have more rights than Correct. than any other homeowner? Right. They should not. They're, but they're affecting my... I can't my, walk naked on my front yard. Not at all. But they can walk naked on my front yard. And take a bath. And take a bath. <laughs> I mean, that's where, we're, that's where we're headed. Well, that's got to stop. Because I'm supposedly sane. So I can't do that, but they can. Well, I, I, the, the trouble in the argument for me is really it comes down to this empathy thing. So it's just flipped on people, quite mm -hmm. frankly. It's not the lack the of virtuous empathy. The virtuousness. It's not, right. It's not the lack of empathy. It's looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, because we're not empathetic to people who are truly sick. I am not empathetic to the panhandlers with the that are completely obviously not homeless standing in the corner. Agreed. Intimidating people in their vehicles. Yeah, that's what I struggle with as well. Right? That's a problem for me. So stick with us. Patty Wilson, Scott Coward, 850-656-0090. Welcome back. Patty and Scott, 850-656-0009 is our number. We were talking about Amazon today, and then we started talking about code enforcement with homeless shelters and just code enforcement in general, yes. really. Follow the rules. We have to. Amen. Or you get fined and put out yep. of business. And then Scott's, like, really into Pitbull. This is your second Mr. Pitbull 305. song. Mr. 305. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> or Mr. 90210 if you're my husband. <laughs> I think that's so funny. <laughs> So, as you probably are aware, the opinions of this show are our own. Are our own. That's the <laughs> truth. Our own. Because we're going to talk about open houses next. So, yes. open houses. Yes. I think they had a place before the COVID. Yeah. Once and if you're going to do a virtual open house, that has a place. And I think they're really disintegrating. I think the home, the demand is so good right now. 
two pre- reasons for an open house for the realtor, and Scott can disagree with me. I know. The first one is to drum up business. Yeah. So the realtor hosting an open house may not be the listing agent of the open house, but their prior nine times come out through, of ten is not. The nine times out of ten is not, but the listing that person who's hosting the buyers are coming through if they're not attached with the realtor will try to so tr- meet, try to be and hired and, and uh, an opportunity to see if Correct. you work for them or they would work for you. The most the public believes that you're selling a home through an open house, and, and nine times out of ten, that's never happening. I think right. it's only happened with us once. I think se- in five I, I years. I think the, the second reason is it's for sellers. Sellers think that it. Well, does that's what do the second. Well, the second was because you're overpriced. Yeah. For or real. it's not presented properly. So people will say, "Well, let's do an open house, and then we'll lower the price." Well, now you've wasted more time. You're going to be wasting more money when really it's the price is the draw. It's either the price of the terms, so the terms of the house, they don't like the color, they don't like that it doesn't have a mother-in-law suite, they don't like something about it. That's the And terms they just the may not like the price. And they just may not like the price. They may love the house, but mm-hmm. not like the price. I think in this market, that is important because people are challenging the market to see what they can get from it. But the reality is, because the market's so strong many prospective buyers will hesitate to present an offer because they don't want to offend and because the value, the differential, meaning if it was a million dollars, but it's really an $850,000 house, that's a big differential, 150000 mm. But 50000 in this market, I think you can be condensed and work through. So you can't just go off the chain. But at the same time, I do understand that many people are testing the market to see what they can get. But it does waste time on the market. It so wastes that's, time. That's a challenge. You have your days on market. Right. I mean, and it's it it's a bell curve. I mean, it happens within the first week, two weeks, and after that, it's downhill. So let's do this. So the seller has seller says, "I want an open house uh, before I drop the price." Buyer agent, the seller's agent, or someone on their team goes, "Okay." They don't say, "Oh, that's an interesting thought about that." What makes you feel like having an open house is going to sell the home in that period of time when there's nothing that's changed? Homes are open online 24-7. Right. I, I was just about to say that. So we have the the inverse of that, but the meaning is still the same. So with the one that we recently did, it's on the market for 24 hours, multiple offers, and we solidify a deal. And the seller wants people to see the house. And our response is... That and we take such gr- such pride in our pictures, our videos, and our marketing. That you know, when you looked at the views, we had ten thousand plus views. So we've had you shown shown your house way more than you think you have because it's not the way it used to be. It's not people trailing through it. Those are the interested parties, the ones that have seen it ten Those to fifteen the, times. Yep. They've they've stalked the home already. The reality is that that coming through it like an open house does not sell. The mindset's completely different. Right. It's really like the parade of homes for them. It's It's more entertainment. Correct. So going with that, that's accurate. There was a, I've I've been watching Instagram reels and somebody was narrating their reel and say, yes, you only have 30 people watching your video on Instagram reels. However, if you had 30 people coming into a room to watch how you're behaving, that would overwhelm you. So anytime you get more than three people, I mean, that's a win. 
That's a win. For sure. So we get downloads on our podcast, so this show podcast. So right. we get about 10,000 downloads over a period of time for every show. That's 10,000 people. No, it's not Joe Rogan podcast, but that's still 10,000 people. Right. I mean, I'm so grateful. We're- I mean, we do the work, but I'm the gratitude is huge. So if you're getting 10,000 views on a virtual tour. We're talking about within a two-day period. On a, I mean, it what's was- today? Today's Thursday. On a Tuesday night, yeah, we, we had 3,000 views in Tuesday two hours. At late afternoon. Yeah. So you, that's, think about 3,000 people all over your house. Yeah. So that's what you should concentrate on, Mr. Seller, with your agent. Mr. Seller, how many views am I getting? Because if they're not coming in after the views. Then they're not. Their price is too high. That's the indicator. Their price is too high. Because the we've already done the work for the beautification of it. Mm-hmm. That part is clear. I don't think anybody would argue with that. It really comes down to price and the market, period. And this is just, to any agent, your price is too high. If you're not getting 1,900 views, 2,000 views, and say over four days, because you're not Scott Coward, then your price is too high, 100%. Yeah, if you're not and getting- And if they're not trailing through, then they're not getting offers. I, I'm talking about a home, say- because it depends on the price range of the home. So a sure. home over 400000 sure. If you're not getting 10 appointments in three days, your yeah. price is too high. Yeah. and it's just and, too high. And ours was 800 plus, so really goes down from there. So the amount of those that are coming through, ever, I mean, we get a lot of views because this is what we do and people are mm-hmm. looking for what we, what we do. And I think it, it inspires them and it's beauty. So they want to see, which I'm very appreciative of. But if we weren't seeing showings, we're not going to get showings like we're going to get on a $150,000 home, but we are going to get enough showings that are going to produce some offers. And if we weren't, then we would look at value. And that's what we've done in this case and many others. I think that's our job. If that you're going to hold a job. virtual, like if you have the technology set up for a virtual open house, like a Zoom, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Do it. But I think meeting strangers... You've got the COVID worries still, especially in Tallahassee, but you're meeting strangers that you have not vetted yeah, at all. So you don't know who's coming up to you, why they're coming up to you. Are you going to be attacked? Is the home being scouted? We don't know. We don't know. So I just, I implore, we don't like doing open houses and I really don't like them doing over occupied homes anymore at all. Like it's, a vacant home is it's one difficult. thing. It's difficult at best because there's people... You just don't know how many people are going to be stealing. Correct. You just... You don't know what you don't know. You don't. So that's why I think it's kind of useless at this point. I think you have great pictures. Please, dear God, hire a photographer. Please. Please. We implore you. We have seen just locally... People, realtors trying to merge two pictures together and put it in a listing... It's not fair to anybody. It's not fair to the other realtors trying to help you sell your house. It's not fair to the seller, and it's not fair to the consumer. It's completely misrepresented. I just think if you're not doing a home where you're proud of the pictures, then you tend to do things like that. We take such pride in our creating a a lookbook, if you will, for Mm -hmm. ourselves, because that is our business, that I can't imagine doing it any other way. And well, we and we do have homes that we don't do anything to that we still take great pictures for. I think they're they they're taking advantage of what they perceive as the market because they think the house is going to sell no matter what. It is going to sell, even no matter if what, the house but it's looks going like it's going to sell for less money. A lot, 
That's that's the key. Yes, it will sell, but how much more could it sell? How do you get people to come in the house when your pictures are crap? Or you can't get it has to be based on location. That's it. Yes. Right? Don't you think? Yes. And 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 supply and demand. I mean, that's that's the moral of the story. But that story exists over the period of time. I mean, it's it's always been that way. Okay. It's always going to be that way. Think about this. So the, you go under contract with this house with the crappy pictures. Yes. The buyers are so excited. They want to share it. You think they're going to share those pictures with their friends and family? I always and be wonder like, that. Hey, I always wonder that because like, a lot of people are so interested and our sellers want, you know, they're out promoting it and sending it to people. I'm like, I would never. I like would it would, so I would, I would, so would I. So I would not let that happen. I'm like, no, you can't have the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to share, I like, oh, I that. just did this. I want people to see it. And then they see these photos with weird lines running through them because you don't know what you're doing. That's not your job. Your job is to sell the house, help the seller sell the house. Your job is not to be a photographer. In most cases, very few. Which a lot of people think that's my job, too, and it's not. I create vignettes, and I, in my head it works, but I'm not a good photographer. I'll be the first to say that. Nor I know I. what I know what I want, but I, I'm not the person to take those pictures. I know which Never ones will to be. use in social media. Thank God, because my job is done at that point. <laughs> and I know how to add the music, <laughs> and I know the other stuff, but I, it's not mine. Mine's taking from what Kim does to social media. Amen. Show is over. Once again, fast. Thank you for listening. It's Patty and Scott with Patty's Playhouse. It's House Talk with a Happy Ending. Every time. Every time. Waiting around, ups and downs. You know, I just said, look.